I would say it became deeper the feeling about finding an answer when I when I came to Canada and people would just ask me like where are you from and that's where I would be like stuck in giving a proper answer. In this episode, we will talk about initially having identity crisis, but then realizing that two cultures can coexist, and you know just loving the life that she really wants now. We'll dive right into Ermi's Hossein's courageous story where she can eat pasta every single day, but cannot eat rice and curry. (laughs) Be sure to listen in for all the details. Hello, my wonderful beasties. It's Tina, your host. Welcome to The Courageous Inner Beast, the place where you get charged up with courage by calling in your inner beast. Today, we have Ermi Hussein. Hi, Ermi. Can you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Tina. How are you? I'm doing uh, well. Thank you. Uh, it will be my pleasure to tell you a little bit about myself. So my name is uh, Urmi, and uh, I'm based in Montreal. I'm a full-time employee worker of the financial sector, but I do have a lot of things that I do on the on the side. I'm a speaker, an advocate of uh, women's empowerment. I'm a mentor. I'm a self-published author, blogger, and youtuber and in my free time i like to spend my time reading as well as boxing oh that's thank you for sharing that sounds all so fun actually yes um can so as we're moving coming in like what is your one career story so for me the one my one courageous story is um it's the one where I finally came to accept myself. I came to accept my cultural identity. And uh, basically I am Italian by birth and Bengali by blood. And now I am am Canadian by now because I live in Canada. But um, it took me a lot of years to basically figure out a little bit myself and who I am from that cultural point of view because I do consider myself being a third culture kid. Mm-hmm. And it's a concept that I didn't know too much about until recently upon having open dialogues and conversation with other people who share the same feelings as me. Yeah. And uh, after, I would say, several self-reflections and I would say asking questions and answering those questions, I, I feel like I finally... I'm able to say in a upon a unapologetic way that I am Italian by birth and Bengali by blood, and I embrace both cultures equally. Mm. So then, how did you, you know, gather that? There just seems a lot of um, not knowing how to go about it. Like, how did you? finally were able to come to acceptance of that like what age did you get into that finally so um i think uh, i became a bit more serious about this when i was i want to say 27 28 and mm. uh, i'm talking about literally a few years ago <laughs> <I'm talking about laughs> no, i feel you it's just, it's the same concept of like for me what's 
four or three years ago of like finally accepting not accepting but change that it was like kind of your wake up call right so girl two or three years it's chill like you did it that's the thing though that's like you did it you know and yeah that's what's exactly so amazing about it yeah exactly so I remember like I think I always have this sort of like question marks all my life about my identity but it wasn't something that I was like paying too much attention I was like oh it's probably something that will go away just say like a temporary thing if I'm feeling this way but then it became a bit more I would say it became deeper the feeling about finding an answer when I when I came to Canada and people would just ask me like where you're from and that's where I would be like stuck in giving a proper answer mm -hmm. and it's like it seems like in a way silly you know like you you're supposed to be able to have an answer but I did not and when I was like doing some research even like recently I saw that there were other people struggling with that people that had multiple ethnicity they were struggling with giving an answer to where are you from yeah so I wasn't I, it wasn't like I was abnormal it was normal that I was not being able to find an answer so it, it started from that literally we're talking about 10 years ago and every time people would ask me, like, where are you from? And and depending on what answer I would give, people would question it. And I did not like the fact that you're questioning my answer. Yeah. And then it became a bit stronger, the feeling, I would say, probably, like, at the beginning of, like, the pandemic, where I was, like, I think I had a little bit too much time. And I think it was just making me just think too much about this. And then after couple of realization like even with my habits and the way I was with people like when I speak it in Italian for instance I feel like I am myself yeah yeah but then also I do appreciate also that Bengali side of me and I try to like combine both things to come up with an answer so it was like um it's been I think it, it has always been a continuous like uh, thought in my mind but then a couple of years ago, literally two, three years ago, that's when I was like, no, I think I have to find an answer to this because I don't like to say I'm just from Bangladesh when it's not true. I'm saying half, like half of my story. And yeah. I don't want to say I'm Italian because it's not true either. Yeah. And and then finally, like it came with a post that I made on Instagram that I said, oh, this is like your Italian Bengali version of like Jasmine because I had this blue color dress. And that's when I was like, I feel very confident about what I just said. So, yay! Like kind of just combining. Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, it makes sense of not knowing or like not feeling confident of like where you're from because, like you said, you were born or raised in Italy, but then you're Bengali or Bangladesh. <laughs> it's Bengali. It's Bengali, yeah. Yeah, and so it's it's hard because it's like even with you know some people tend to identify or label themselves just like one thing all the time, mm -hmm. or like many of us are like that. Like for me, I'm Vietnamese, but mm -hmm. I don't put for me. I purposely I don't put the American side in it. I don't say I'm Vietnamese American. Even though I live in America, I just say I'm Vietnamese. That's mm -hmm. it, and for me, that feels true to myself. Mm -hmm. That yes, I am I'm Vietnamese, but I don't really care. If I, yeah, I was born here and everything, but yeah, you know, and it's true to you too. Like what feels right for you, it all that matters, you know. And it, it, of course, it's sad that some people will still question you. 
even if you say yeah i'm from italy and bangladesh it's like really like <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about i was like even if yes. you felt right like yeah I'm from both you know and sometimes you just like literally this way it comes to my podcast it's like literally you say fuck it and you don't mm -mm. this mm -hmm. is this is who i want to be and this is who i am i feel confident i love it no i don't need your answer i don't need your opinion of what you're questioning or whatever it is you know and so mm -hmm. I feel that <laughs> yeah and if I can add further to that and because now I am I do have this other nationality which is the Canadian part yeah. and I am Canadian by law but I do, I never say it I never say I'm Canadian because I, I feel like it doesn't feel true to myself yeah it's like you said it's it's what I chose to be and even though I've been living here and so forth I still don't feel like it's part of my true identity like yeah. I, I say I live in Canada, but do I feel Canadian? I don't think so. And I don't know why, but I don't. Yeah. And valid, you know, yeah. it's valid. Well, I'm just curious if, and when, since you've been living in Can uh, Canada for so long, has there some people in Canada like questioned when they asked you or? Is oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Wait, yes, so what did what did they usually say or you stuff like that? Um, usually, like it would, this was in university where people like tend to ask you a lot about where you're from, mm -hmm. and I think uh, at the beginning when I would be approached by South Asian people, and I would say, you know, I'm Italian, they would be like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> like. You don't look Italian. And, I, and then I had to like explain the whole story. And then if let's say some other people wouldn't ask me, I was like, okay, let me try to change the answer and be like, okay, I'm Bengali. And they're like, but why do you have like such an Italian accent when you're speaking in, in English? And I was like, gosh, like, why is this like an issue? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. It's, um, it was a struggle. And this was coming from, from, from basically like Canada is so multicultural, but people would, would question it even would though question, would they also question if you're canadian too since you've been living in or they just never bring up because to you you don't feel like it that's why it, they would just ask me are you born in canada i would be like no mm -mm. yeah okay oh yeah that's kind of, I literally just segue it's like oh okay you are not canadian then so, so. Yeah. yeah exactly exactly and so so how did you you know like realizing now like so it's been two three years so congrats yes. thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> um so since then like what have you been doing now to you know because you you have decided that you're both you're both italian and Bangladesh, uh, bengali so how are you navigating that now in the sense of honoring yourself you know what Maybe before I was a little bit not shy about it, but I want to say like I wasn't as confident as I am now when I had to like tell people where I was from. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like because I embraced two beautiful sides of it, mm -hmm. I kind of like celebrated. I, I do celebrate it like I always try to bring a little bit of both sides in everything that I do. Mm 
And like even in my social media, like I say it clearly, this is who I am. Like mm-hmm. I explicitly say it even on like my YouTube channel, I say it. I say it on my blog. It's not something that I like I, I shy away from. I just feel this more like, you know what, I can bring a unique perspective. You know, it's like my third, it's like it's not one perspective from the Italian side, it's not the Bengali perspective, it's a union of two. So it's like literally a third perspective, mm-hmm. which is very like unique. And I actually see myself as like an asset. I'm like, you know what? I don't think there are so many like that in Can not in not in Canada, but I know there are in other parts of the world, like people who are like Italian Bengali. But here, like I kind of like celebrate it. I celebrate this unique perspective that I can bring to the world. And it made me realize there are so many like me that go through the same struggle. It's like, it's like I'm not alone in this, in this journey. There are a lot yeah. more people struggling with this, trying to find that, find an identity. And I think there will be more and more of this going forward. Because even when I was growing up, I did not see many people like me, not in Italy, especially because mm-hmm. like I was born in the 90s. And um I can remember looking around and be like, okay, let me see if there's anyone that looks like me, but there was no one. I was I was very much like alone in this. And even with my Italian friends, I couldn't speak too much about it because I feel like it was um it was also new for them to meet someone who wasn't fully Italian like them. So for them it was a learning process to meet someone who was like Bengali. They had to learn about my culture, my tradition, my religion. It was it was it was a learning opportunity for them too. Yeah. And so for me to speak about it, it was a bit difficult. And I feel like I made some friends in Canada um, with basically friends who are similar in me in terms of having a multiple having multiple ethnicities. So we understand each other. Yeah. We understand each other. So you know you're like part of a community in this. And there are people feeling the same way, but we all embrace it and we celebrate this diversity that we can we are yeah it's yeah it's like a it's a learning curve for everyone and I just love I want to kind of just reiterate again when you mentioned about becoming an asset asset about like if you're you know what you had I'm like I'm gonna show this to the world and everyone hey hey everyone it's me Ernie you know and then Honestly, saying that, you're saying, like, I'm here if you're also struggling with this. Like, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Here, here I am. And so it's, I love that. I love that so much. Thank you. <laughs> and, Thank you. and then also you mentioning about, um, yeah, like, it's a learning curve for everyone. Like, the friends you made in Italy, it's, yeah, it's a learning curve, like, how can we get to know each other even though yeah like I'm different but I'm still human so let's get to know each other and yeah. I love that too and um like I can see how this has been a, an asset also from the um, from the language perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because um because now basically like I grew up somehow speaking two languages mm-hmm. but now that i'm leaving canada i speak four like on a regular oh. basis on a regular basis oh wait so what, what were the four so there's italian 
Bengali, English, and French. Yeah. And and I like I do I do most of my like let's say blogging you to be in 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 English but I do get invited to do interviews in Italian for instance and mm -hmm. even in French so then I'm like okay you know what I am unique <laughs> oh my god yeah which one do, which one do you even though, even though you can speak all four languages which one do you enjoy more speaking probably I want to say Tanyan. It's just because I feel like there is like the real side of me that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like, even when I'm speaking, like, let's say in, in English or in French, like I throw some Italian stuff right there. Like it just, I think because there's so much, because um, we're so animated when we speak in Italian, I feel like there's like, I, I can get my message across properly when I'm speaking in Italian. You know, it's like, You get it. You get you, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you give me an example. I just want to see. No. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, when they say you, you, we use our hands too much and we like just gesticulate. I think that's the word. Like, yeah, it's true. It, it is true. I think uh, that, that I, I don't realize it, but I unconsciously use my hands a little bit too much. But I my message got across. So. Are you are you right now holding hands like tightly I, so that you I, I am I am actually I really am I just crossed my hand and they're like in my pockets so I don't I don't use them. <laughs> but you know you can you at least on mine. I know, but still I'm trying to control myself here. <laughs> oh that's uh, that's that's so lovely that you know the one the one language that you enjoy talking and just You know, it's Italian. Like you said, there's more, like more. It's more animated. You have you're using your hand movements, and there's just so much emotion, like emotion that you can just the message will come across. You know how it is, and and it's so funny too that you're trying to hold your hands tight so that yes. you don't. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. Yeah, that's so amazing. Um, do you still talk? So I know you, since you've been living in Canada. Too. do you still talk to people from italy and do you also have friends i know you're like from bangladesh but do you have you met made friends over there too since you're also you know when your family visits or whatnot uh friends uh from from where and where oh from um is bangladesh i don't know my geog my geography so italy Bangladesh, right? Or is that just the language? Yeah, so Bangladesh is the country and Bengal is the language. And the oh, okay. Bengal. okay. Now, yeah. so have you been back? Have you visited Bangladesh too? I did when I was, uh, when I was like a kid. And I have only been there for like four times. Mm -hmm. And the last time was literally like in 2010. Oh, what is um, Yeah, I don't. I don't personally have that many Bengali friends. Mm -mm -mm -mm. It's a, it's a conscious choice I made. Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I tried to have Bengali friends, but I feel like I don't feel understood the way I want to be understood. Mm. And it comes from the fact that I have this like Western 
exposure in me mm-hmm. where I feel like there is a clash every time I'm saying something to someone who's who's from Bangladesh mm-hmm. and I like I was like I I know people who are Bengali for sure but it, to call them friends it's I think it's a big word mm-hmm. um yeah I do have one friend she lives in UK though and I feel like we just understand each other because she's very similar to me she's also Bengali but I would say the majority of my friends are Italian. Um, I do have a lot of Asian friends. Actually, my closest friends are from Vietnam. <laughs> uh, I do have friends from China. I have friends from from Greece. I have friends from Latin America. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, these are people I get along with a lot, especially Latin American people. And I think it's because of the, um, inf- the European influence they have. And so these are like the people I hang out with most of the time. It seemed like they were more. It seemed like they were more accepting. Even though you said it was a conscious choice, I think. But you did try, so that's also that yeah. too. But then now choosing not to is like, and it's understandable, like not feeling understood, and you know, gravitating towards people. It's like, hey, Army, I see you, you know, and so. Yeah, and it's not just not feeling understood. I feel like I don't belong. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like, I I do feel, like, very much an outsider for some reason yeah. when I am with them. And that's where I feel like it becomes a bit uncomfortable because I feel like... And that's where it goes with the whole language thing. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. when I'm speaking Italian and I am with my Italian friends, I'm being my truest self. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's good. And also, like, they they, they loved you. They accepted you for how you are. You know, versus, yeah. And yeah. even, like, they, they, were, they were also hit with the same, like, how do, how do I, so how do we go about this? Mm-hmm. And so, and the fact that they chose, like, yes, let's be yes. friends, Ermi. Let's be friends. Yeah, and like, let me yeah. get to know you. Let me understand you. And, you know, it's being your true self like you said like even as honestly in that just like even that little snippet when you said I am my true self when I'm with my Italian friends like I felt that I felt Mm -hmm. your true self from that Mm -hmm. (laughs) no worries it's still still good we're still good (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and so it's you're just being your true self on that and it's amazing yes yes and um how how is it now for you in regards of blossoming and everything and then also also i'm curious too like how about your family as well oh yeah oh yeah they <laughs> it's not that I go openly and tell them I am Italian Bengali, but um, I do. I feel like I bring that side in the family because um, even ever since I was a kid, I was like, and, and I am still obsessed. Like I'm obsessed with eating pasta. Like I'm obsessed. You don't understand. Like I have. Like I can eat pasta all day long, and every time like I would go home back from school. And I would not see pasta on the table. I would like start an argument with my mom. And 
I was like, no, we have to eat pasta, you know? And then like, you know, Saturday night, it's like, you know, chill day, you have pizza. And I was like, now we have to have pizza. Like I would bring that part in, in my family. Cause like, even my, like I have a younger sister, but she, me and her were a bit different. Like I can, I can feel she's a bit more Bengali than me. Mm-hmm. And she's okay with eating like rice and curry. I'm not okay with that. I'm really not okay. I'm not okay. Like, not no. okay. No. You're like, like, no, no, we're not. We're not eating this every day. I said, we're eating pasta. So like pasta, salad, like very much like Italian food. I would bring that. And then even with the language spoken at home, I was the one who brought the Italian part. Like I, I speak with my sister strictly Italian strictly mm. we just communicate in italian and um and even when i speak to my parents like i speak with them mainly bengali but i throw some like italian words here and there because i feel like i don't I, I i'm like no i have to get this message across properly so i'm the one who's who's bringing that yeah like, literally yeah wait so does that mean also like wait so does that mean when you're home so you learn Italian like from school, I'm assuming, and then mm-hmm. with friends. But then with at home, you speak Bengali with your family, but not your sister, just your parents and then extended family and so forth, correct? Or do you also uh, speak Italian too? I didn't understand the question. Oh, no, it's like at home. So do you mainly just speak Bengali with your family, but then Italian like with friends and everyone outside since you were living in Italy? Um, so when I was in li- living in Italy, we would speak both Italian and Bengali at home Mm-mm-mm. because I, I often say Italian is like my adopted mother tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I used to speak it pretty often. And then even with like other kids in the neighborhood or in the community who were, let's say, growing up in Italy, I would just speak to them in Italian, even though they were Bengali. Mm-hmm. It would just with our parents they would just speak Bengali. Mm-hmm. And then even with my cousins, it was just Italian. We would just speak in Italian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like you said, it's like your most true self when you're speaking that. Yeah. How did you I'm curious, like how did your parents navigate that? I know that you said that you know you were you were raised in Italy, so how did they navigate do you know how to navigate it speaking <laughs> bengali and then italian too you know what they're typically asian <laughs> like parents i'm pretty sure you can understand how where this, this is coming from i mean in a way they encouraged us to speak italian as much as we could because my parents like my mom was like has always been a housewife so she moved from bangladesh to italy uh, upon marriage and she did a little bit of Italian but she was pretty much always staying at home my dad was the one who learned the language and so forth so we were always encouraged to speak Italian as much as we could because they needed us to translate stuff Mm. and I'm sure you can get what I'm talking about so they needed us to translate that and they also wanted us to speak it because they're like other kids can see that my like two daughters can speak Italian you know it's like even when we go back to we would go back to Bangladesh they would wanted us to speak Italian because like 
it, it was kind of like shop. They wanted us to shop, but me and my sister, we were never just, we were never speaking Italian to shop. We were speaking Italian because that was only like, that was our way to communicate with each other. You know, like it feels odd if I start speaking another language with my sister. Yeah. And so um, they encouraged us to speak Italian, but also being Asian the way they are, like they also wanted us to be like, to maintain the culture yeah from bangladesh they wanted us to keep the traditions they like they wanted us to you know be the typical bengali girls but which is like how is that what's a typical bengali girl uh obedient listen to her parents uh following the the cultures you know Mm. um yeah I I, yeah so (laughs) I feel that so we were often being told like like even like wearing traditional outfit when we were going outside for instance even though I didn't want to I honestly didn't want to because I was like I don't want people to see me just like that but now I'm I'm like you know what let me just shop in our traditional outfit I like when I was much younger I didn't want to because I, I was like people will be judging this and that but now I'm like no we do have beautiful clothes. I think we should, I should wear them as much as I can. Uh, but they, they used to, like, they still are. They were very strict with us in terms of, like, we want you to be raised as Bengali as possible. But I was also being honest to myself. I was like, there's no way I can only be that. And I didn't want to. I honestly didn't want to because my mentality was very much different. Mm-hmm. And... um my parents would always like my my dad especially would always like shop. It was like, yeah, my my daughter has Italian citizenship, this and that. So he he kind of like was proud in a way, but at the same time, I feel like you know he still wanted me that typical like Bengali girl. So yeah, it it's uh, it's whenever it's convenient, I would say it's whenever it's convenient for them that yeah, yeah. And no, that makes sense. No, that really makes sense of whatever that's convenient for them. Like somewhat like proud, but then also like mm, there's like the it's kind of like the off-putting feeling of it, which I understand too of having Asian parents too. Like there's moments of like, oh yeah, look at Tina. Look, look. And I was like, okay, mom, okay, okay, mom, I know, I know, yeah. okay, dad, I know. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But you know, it's also so amazing that it's kind of like a full circle. Cause you know, even though you were in the circle of like, okay, I have to be, yeah, my parents are they are quote unquote proud of me that I'm also Italian, but then also they want me to be a Bengali. Then it's going to that full circle of like I don't have to be either, either one. I can choose both. And I am both. I love it. I'm proud of it. I'm confident in it. You know, just like, go, go. Yes. Like, I'm happy. And yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like it is like a full circle. What do you think about that? I don't know. Yeah. I I do think it's a, it's like you said, um, like, it's like you said, when it was convenient for them, I had to be Italian 
and money wasn't I had to be Bengali but like I don't need to be Italian by by blood to consider myself Italian you know and I don't like I don't have to be half of anything like I can be half even being like Italian by blood and um and at the end like I, I also like I never told them that I feel Italian Bengali like I never told them it's uh it's I just as long as I am comfortable with it that's okay like they don't need to know all these parts but I'm pretty sure they see it you know like I wear like even in the way I show up my show up myself to the world like I wear traditional Bengali clothes as well as I wear traditional western clothes so you see that it's not one word it's two words that I'm bringing in yeah Uh, you see it at the table whenever we're eating you know and you see it a lot even with coffee like I'm a big coffee drinker whereas in in like South Asia we drink a lot of chai Mm. Uh, I'm not a chai drinker for instance I'm not I drink a lot of coffee and I like my coffee with a croissant like uh, we do it in Italy oh there you go I heard that I heard the accent right there (laughs) 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 yeah so yeah so I I bring it to them indirectly unconsciously I bring it to them and I I don't know probably they realize but I'm like you know what whatever yeah oh it's yeah bring it bring it to I'm celebrating with you it's amazing it's you're honoring yourself both sides of yourself and yeah it's just this is being you know being who you are and just being and not fighting constantly all the time exactly yeah and thank you thank you Ermi for sharing your story really really appreciate it it's so lovely <laughs> also like hearing you know just you fighting for yourself and knowing them like hey this is me love me accept me understand me and everything and so as we're closing in too so what is your one takeaway that you would like to share with us I think uh, my one message for anyone going through this type of I want to say culture struggle is um, is that you're not alone in in this journey. You're not alone with whatever you're feeling right now. You are absolutely normal. And when you feel like you're struggling in finding your identity, at the end, it just comes on you and it comes on you deciding who you want to be. It's not where you're born. That defines you is not where you grew up that defines you it's not what your blood is that defines you is what you choose to be and it's a little bit like myself or yourself like you are you grew up in america but you don't consider yourself american you consider yourself vietnamese and i think that's totally fine it's just accepting yourself for who you are and just loving yourself for who you are no matter in what size what culture know what ethnicity you bring and just see yourself as a unique value that's it thank you ermi thank you so much thank you for being here it's so and sharing your story so thank Thank you you. (laughs) 
Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed this conversation, please leave a review wherever you're listening and look out for new episodes every Tuesday on The Courageous Inner Beast. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed this conversation and would like to know more about Ermin Hossein, please look in the description for more information and for the links. Thank you.